Thought Cops, the only podcast where every Don't week we police the, the mean listeners. streets of the internet because, hey, somebody's got to do it. And then we let you be the judge, the jury, and the executioner in the court of public opinion. Coming to you live from Neo Chicago, I am Officer Kevin. I'm Officer Grant. Grant, you look like you're right out of the movie Top Gun. I I am. My name's Tom Cruise. I'm five foot ten. I'm yes. in Top Gun. Five foot ten? He's gotta be shorter than that. No, he's five to every man shorter than five ten is five ten. Okay. That's true. I heard a little bit of onset fellas, trivia where they have him like stand on an apple or uh, apple crate, you know, to, I don't know. Fellas gotta lift each other up, you know? Real if things. you're under five ten, you're five ten. Doesn't matter. That's true. We're all five ten. Speaking of 5'10". If Karl Marx had a saw, he'd cut everyone down to 5'10". That's what I've learned. That's what Dinesh D'Souza taught me on his YouTube channel. Would you give up? Now we're talking about height communism. Would you give up some of your height to help other people out? Yeah, why not? You wouldn't mind? Yeah, I don't care. Okay. Take it. I don't... What? You're just gonna... An old lady's gonna ask you to reach the top shelf at a grocery store. That's it. That's the only privilege. Sorry, I donated. You know what height privilege is? Is someone looks at you and goes, you're tall. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's the only benefit. Which apparently, someone, uh, that's a meme. Yeah. According uh, Somebody in the fucking... <laughs> so one of our listeners met you over the week and uh, <laughs> was like, wow, Grant is tall. I thought that was just a meme. Yeah. And uh, what, what, picture, picture of Boromir. Where he's one like, does not simply <laughs> mention Grant is tall. Let's introduce Classic our guest, though. Meme. Eno- enough, uh, enough uh, beginners banter. Let's get on with the show, shall we? Yeah. We got with us a brand new guest to this fine program tonight, everybody. That's right. I am talking about Jonathan Shannon. How are you, Jonathan? I'm doing dandy, and I just found out I'm 5'10". So yeah. Pretty how, awesome, does that, how does that feel? <laughs> Feels great. I thought I was diminutive before, but this is yeah. great. This is great. This is a good revelation. Your grand is, you know, so courteously offering, you know, what 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 height he's got to. Other I'm five ten now too. We're all just five yeah. ten, and that's the meme. Oh, somebody's that's, taller than five ten. Ha ha. That's funny. Uh, <laughs> I'm five eleven, and then I do troll face. Yeah. This isn't funny anymore. No, let's talk no. about it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> definitely not. Jonathan, how are you? I'm doing dandy. This is wonderful. So, Jonathan, you are a stand-up comedian here in Chicago. You host the Pressure Open Mic with uh, several several friends of the show, actually. Hell yeah, uh, Well, I guess some of them have moved away, but Brandon Kirkman, uh, most notably, uh, you, sh- you host the show with him. 
I saw him recently. He wanted me to ask you a question. He wanted me to ask you about Boobzilla. Okay, so I once in Arkansas did a show. It was really crappy. Like, no one came to the show. It was just comedians. Mm -hmm. And uh, it was at a Hawaiian-themed restaurant called Hawaiian Brian's in Arkansas. Hawaiian Brian's. Yeah, yeah. So, um, did the show. No one, no one was there, just comedians. We didn't get paid except in booze. So, we were all wasted. The, the owner comes up. It's like two, two comics left. She goes, oh, we, we, we have a new headliner. She's like, can you put on Boobzilla? And I was like, oh, yes, please. I definitely want to put on this person that I have no idea who it is. Absolutely. So it's a lady who... What could go wrong? <laughs> she had an issue with a pituitary gland and her boobs just never stopped growing. I've heard of that disability. Yeah. So she had 50 pounds in boobs. Literally like half wow. my weight in boobs. So she had a show called the Oh No Variety Show because her jokes were so edgy. She wanted you to say, oh, no, between them. What, uh, say a joke, funny boob lady. It was, it was literally like the daddiest boomer humor ever. So in between these jokes, no one laughed except for me waiting about five seconds and then going, oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> you can't say that. Then the comedians laughed. That is crazy, man. Fucking 50 pound tits. That is incredible. So that's a disease. Yeah. So it, does it only affect, not to like hyper focus on this detail, but does it only affect the boobs or did she just like get lucky that it wasn't her like arm or something? I, I did not do the research into this. I, okay. I should let's, have, let's I do the research known. right now. Yeah, let's, 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 www.boobmd. She's probably on Twitter. Boobzilla. At Boobzilla. This is the best I can come up with is boob MD. I'm <laughs> feeling just not very funny lately. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know what it is. It's just like not there. Mm. I, like I'll open up TikTok and I'll be like, let me record a video. And I'm just like, it's this isn't funny. Is it possible the, the dude from Chicago has just seen about all there is that Chicago has to offer? I'm still going to make TikToks and shit. But like the Chicago stuff, like I do think that the, the Chicago party on show is really just like, man, I don't want to do that. You think she ruined that for you, that gimmick? I don't know. I, I noticed that there's a couple other people that do similar sort of gimmicks where everything's just like Chicago this, Chicago sure, that. Sure. And it's like, this is kind of lame after a while. Like, mm. you know. Is it going to be the new New York? Like, it's going to be in TV shows. Everything's going to talk about Chicago bullcrap. I think so. I, don't I mean, that's all. And remember in the 80s, and we've talked about this before, where a lot of like sitcoms and movies took place in chicago you know a lot of the greats home alone yeah. anything by john hughes um, but there it was like it was just there you know what i mean it was yeah. there the culture was sort of in there but they weren't like uh it's called sears not willis like that wasn't the punchline <laughs> to every joke it, mm -hmm. it's just one of those things where it's like yeah you can really only go so far with this type of humor after some time you know sure sure and it's like what else do you poke fun at you know? i can't think of anything i i don't know i'm looking to uh dave Chappelle for inspiration <laughs> no I'm like what what's what's going on here i'm googling the word turf i'm like uh -huh. what's this all about Jonathan, <laughs> where, where do we go from here? All you, right, you got you got married recently. Congratulations! I, I did get married. I'm wearing yeah. a baller ass Lisboa uh, hat. I don't know what that uh, is. It's, it's Lisbon in uh, Portuguese. Okay, that's where oh. I went for my honeymoon. It it was baller, dude. Nice. That is a really nice hat. And folks, if you want to see this hat for yourselves, check us out on YouTube. You can watch 
the episode full video. That's right, folks. Go to YouTube.com and type Thought Cops into that search bar. Hit the enter button as hard as you fucking can and subscribe. Yeah, because I'm over here like anytime I'm on vacation, I'm like, last thing I want is a fucking big shirt that says Florida. I visited Florida once, but that's all nice I got thing. with this crappy shirt. That <laughs> yeah, all I all I got was the I heart New York, but that's a nice hat. Yeah, I saw this. And I was like, hat. this has some mild drippage. I yeah. think I will. I think oh, I will get put, this. Yeah, incredible yeah. drippage. Yes, yes, yes. You're soaking wet, my man. Oh, oh my. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, no. What else? What else? Uh, so, boobzilla. Boobzilla. Hats. What, else? What, are, what are some other things? What, what else do I have written down what, here about somebody I know in who person? Ins- <laughs> who inspires you? Let's, inspires ju- let's do me? those. No, none of that. Fuck it. This isn't Mark Maron. We, yeah. we don't have to do that. Who are your guys? No, who no. Who are my guys? Yeah. Um, who are your guys? What? Jonathan, you don't have to answer that. Top 10 comedians that inspire you. Oh, um, Dave Chappelle. Dave. Um. <laughs> <laughs> That's about it, really. Uh, anyway, let's move on to a very famous, very favorite segment of a show called Two Minutes of Hate, where we like to blanket punish all that annoying random crap that we see on our cell phones all the time. So without further ado, folks, it's October. I dropped my gun. Again, it's, is, is the safety on? Yeah, of course. I'm responsible. It's October. It's spooky season. You know, you're at home. You're, you know, your uh, weather's starting to get a little bit cooler outside. You're like, you know what? I'm going to stay in tonight. I'm going to watch a movie. Maybe I'll watch a scary movie because, of course, Halloween is right around the corner. And you're putting on a movie in your apartment and the lights go out and somebody's standing there with a knife. No, uh, dick in his hand. Yeah. Whoa, no, how embarrassing. <laughs> uh, <laughs> how did that get there? But you're watching a movie, and then the characters are talking, and you can't hear a fucking word they're saying, and you turn the volume oh, up, man. you turn the volume up, and then the fucking music starts playing, and that's loud as fuck. The sound effects are loud as fuck, and then you're like, well, I don't want to annoy my neighbors, so I turn it down again, and I can't fucking hear what they're saying. See, this is so validating, because... I thought I was the only person that, that experienced this. Oh, no. Movies have been gaslighting me for years then. This is a safe space. You can t- okay, this is good, we good, can talk good. shit on the movie industry all we want. I'm just glad you're Go so Go ahead. Do, do a trauma dump for us over here. Because, no, I actually, I looked into this extensively recently because, you know, I moved it. Well, I moved into a new place somewhat recently and... I, I I'm just I'm I'm trying to be a good neighbor, folks. You know, I'm trying to be courteous of the noise in my apartment. And I, I often am like, well, you know, is my TV too loud? And I've actually asked my neighbors if they could hear my TV and they said no, so no, I don't worry about it anymore. But for a while I was like, I don't know, you know, or I don't know how thin the walls are. I wanna, you know, keep that in mind. And then it's this fucking thing where yeah, I can't hear and I I'm like, I'm not gonna I Yes, I could turn subtitles on, but like, I, I, if I don't have to, if I don't need to, I don't want to. They're distracting. Yeah, I mean, if it's not a foreign movie, I'm like, eh, whatever. But so then I'm like Googling it and I'm like, I'm going on the rabbit hole and I'm like looking up like my TV model, how to adjust the settings. Like, I'm like, because I thought it was like an issue with my 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 TV. Mm-hmm. And then I looked it up and I actually, I, I also had a sound bar and I'm like, well, I'm going to hook that up. It's probably the way that movies were meant to be watched is with a better sound system than these like little right. tiny shitty speakers mm-hmm. that come with the TVs. Sounds soundbar has the same problem. The same audio mixing is like and I guess I just don't notice it because when you're in a theater you're not really you know you, you don't care right. because it can blast it, it's more immersive too. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. yeah pour that shit on me, you know? <laughs> and 
not submersive. Well, oh, I often get them confused. Well, 4D movies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh my god, dude. I sorry. I just thought about uh, our friend Josh is telling me about this experience he had with one of those like 4D. What the hell are those things called again? Like, like one of those "Honey, I Shrunk the Audience" type things. Not, not where like they that like exactly. It's that thing that spray they have. A goo at you? No, no. It's like well, not too far off from that, but it's one of those things like in movie theaters. I forget what the fuck it's called. It's probably driving people crazy at home, but. That thing they have at certain movie theaters where you sit in this box and they shake you around and stuff like that. Yeah, it's yeah, supposed I to be immersive. It. They sent scents, like smells. You know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, and they yeah. Shoot. I watched Aquaman this way. Well, what is it called? They, what is it I called? think it's called 4D. I 40s. think it's really called 4D. I think it's called Smell-O-Vision, <laughs> fellas. Remember that Nickelodeon where that, like... Uh, I'm going on so many yeah, fucking rap <laughs> <laughs> yeah. what, what are we talking about matter, again? Man. No, but I uh, scratch and sniff, you know, Mr. Krabs is putting... You know, you can... No, pull out the card and smell it. You can smell what the shit smells like. How How ironic. So then, anyway, uh, for SpongeBob, Nickelodeon, 4D. Back to what I was talking about. Ah, yes, uh, the sound mixing in movies, as at least for home viewing. And I'm googling it, and I'm looking to see like there's oh well, you, if you go into the you know this setting in your TV, you can change. It's gonna probably be like normalization or compression. And I looked into it more, and like I changed all that stuff in my TV, and it made no uh, fucking difference. And like the people in these forums are like, yeah, that's just the way they make movies. That sucks. That's, that's, that's so dumb. That was what it came down to at the end. Because it's like, I know it's like, I'm, I'm trying to relate this to like the internet, obviously. And then like, because right. eventually, yeah, it did go to me like going into like Reddit and fucking audio file forums and stuff like that. And just getting down to like, that's what it comes down to in the end. Is just that's, reality just fucking just, sucks. All now. these people like running from reality by like, well, if I change this or if I do that or if I buy this or if I sell that. And at the end of the day, it's like just some guy comes in and he's like, yep, that's just how they make movies. That's how they mix them. Nothing you can do. Man, I I do feel like technology is just making us shittier. And, and then the guy <laughs> also really quick, he has the audacity to say, maybe you should live in an apartment with thicker walls. What would that yeah. do? <laughs> because then you wouldn't, you wouldn't bother. You wouldn't have to worry about bothering your neighbors. All right. Just buy fifty thousand dollars like- <laughs> worth of fucking foam padding. And yeah, just yeah. Put a straight jacket on and enjoy Psycho. It's that easy, folks. But sorry, what were you saying? No, I would like. Uh, I feel like we've sort of touched on this, maybe even recently in the show. Is just like how technology just it it it's like as it gets better. It's like all our envisionment of like what we can do with this technology is just like we just do worse. Like, I don't get it. I don't get why like when we recorded to like vinyl, why things sounded better. And now everything's like garbled shit. And it's like you can have a billion songs on your fucking phone. They all don't sound as good. And it's just like this is indicative of everything. It's just like to a certain degree, it's like. I think limitations and like you look into certain movies with like practical effects and stuff like that and how that's touted as being like this one thing that not a lot of people do and it's difficult to do because it's hard and expensive and it takes a lot of work and shit like that. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, why do that when you can just like drag and drop a fucking thing in? It's like, why make a movie sound good when you can drop a plug in? in? And to be be fair, though, to be fair, this is not a new thing. 
Because like right. Jonathan said, I've actually, I have noticed this for a long time. And it was like, I'm like, is it just me? Well, it's yeah, kind of thing. But it's like sometimes it's, it's like, it seems like, I don't know what it is. Maybe I'm just more, more sensitive to others' needs. It's sort of like the loudness war in music where like they kept compressing and compressing and compressing the files and people are like, why does everything sound bad? And like, I think the most famous example is like uh, one of Metallica's albums. Like, oh, you look at anger, dude. You look at um the the fucking like uh like wavelength or the the waveform, the, yeah, the, the waveform. Um, and they're just like scrunched all the way in, and it's like compared to you know the Beatles, where you see like the fucking dips and curves and shit, and it's like mm-hmm. this is what music's supposed to sound like. You're listening to a literal brick, you know. Yeah, it sounds like the same sort of like a similar issue. And with the thing with this like movie mixing though, it's specific to movies though because I will watch a TV show on my same setup. I'll watch a YouTube video on right. my same setup. Not a problem. Everything is audible at the same level and i know that it's like it's some cinematic you know immersiveness or whatever that is just i i guess it's just some kind of standard and like in some respect i do understand because it's like these things do play in movie theaters to begin with and they're best mm-hmm. viewed in movie they theaters. gotta mix it different though yeah but for, for home viewing because it's yeah. like i remember like the first time we got a dvd player when i was a kid and we had like these like you know not surround sound speakers but these like external like old as fuck like one of those like you know four foot tall speakers Mm -hmm. and then i remember like how loud the dvd menu of shrek was (laughs) it was so loud and i'm like this is why is like nothing else like even the movie wasn't this loud it's like why the fuck is the dvd menu so loud and then of course like some of the music when that would come on too right just like blaring that's probably a good thing though because that's a good primer for like hey this is how loud the movie is gonna be set your volume and then just press the play button yeah and then it's just gonna be like that's the loudest it'll get that's oh, and by actually the way, a good idea by the way keep your finger on the remote because when shrek speaks you'll have to fucking turn it up to hear what he's saying yeah and this is something youtubers can get right <laughs> right <laughs> yeah. Uh, if, yeah of course of like of all the people can get it right it's these people at home fucking recording in their own you know apartments how pathetic right. well it it goes to show like the the immediacy of use when it's like i want you to understand what i'm speaking yeah. versus like i have this grand idea for a cinematic experience and it's like but do you care about the fucking dialogue you put in the movie just make a silent movie if you want it to be all weird fucking sounds and shit i've actually got a good punishment yeah yeah there's a certain man for the job folks and he goes by one word zwick Hire Zwick we to hi- do all the movies. Yeah, hire Zwick. Hollywood, if you're listening, and I know you are. Harvey Weinstein, know you're out there. He's in prison. They don't get podcasts in prison. Come on. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, what I don't they know that actually. Or don't get in prison. I don't know either. I'm assuming that maybe. I mean, he's probably in like the highest caliber of white collar yeah, prison. He's in, he's in prison. Right, yeah, right. Yeah, he gets a fucking fog. masseuse and shit One like that. One of us has to get arrested. Um, for something that's like illegal, but like still moral, obviously Mm -hmm. one of us has to get arrested and then podcast from prison because you hear a lot of people that are like, Oh, I made my rap album in prison. Well, why come no podcast? Well, they release that when they get out of prison though, because we can't, we can't be, we can't be, I can't be calling into discord from prison, you know, like from Cook County jail. Yeah. You just, you're on the phone and then we just hook the phone up to discord 
and you just talk. Yeah, I got my. You can see me in the fucking video. That's with your the, street cred. The orange jumpsuit and everything. Sorry, wow. I got imprisoned. I stole an NFT. Yeah, <laughs> two minutes of hate. My uh, my fucking prison guard. The guy's a jerk. Anyway, Iris Wick. Speaking of uh, no, uh, not. <laughs> Uh, John, Jonathan, is it John? I never know that. Is it Jonathan or John? I, I go by Jonathan. Okay, I feel like I've been calling you Jonathan this whole time, and I'm like J O H N or J O N J O N. Okay, yeah, I don't want to fuck that up. Yeah, I can tell audibly <laughs> when you say it the right or wrong way. I feel like you actually. <laughs> yeah, there probably is a little bit of truth to that. There might be. Yeah, I you lied, can tell when somebody's like <laughs> John, like they have to like that long o yeah if they have a speech impediment yeah 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 yeah. fuck you uh anyway speaking of fuck yous uh jonathan what's your two minutes of hate real trashy way to treat our guests (laughs) yeah you called him a jerk well that was no that was just my natural segue and then oops but to the wrong yeah speaking of uh, assholes uh you're (laughs) not this fucking guy Speaking uh, no. of pet, nah. Jonathan, let them. Let's let the man talk. Jonathan, yeah. what's what's your two minutes of hate? What's bugging you? Okay, so my two minutes of hate. This is not like a very current trend. This is something that has just not stopped. That is fine. on Twitter. It is. It started, I think, a few years ago, and it just happens like almost weekly for some reason. Um, Bill Maher's dumbass takes trend. Man, I don't. I don't know why. Crazy. I don't know why this happens. I don't know why people expect him to like have a smart take. It's not going to change. Mm-hmm. He it's he's gonna say something that's dumb and he's gonna make both Republicans and Democrats angry. Right. It's like the only unifying thing, I think. It really but is. It's so terrible to see him trend and I just have to watch and people be like, How did he say this? Where did he come up with this idea? And it's like, well, his dumbass mind, it's not gonna be different. And the thing about it too is I, I truly believe, like for somebody like of his age and whatever, like I don't think you see a lot of people they're trying to breed outrage by like oh this will get me attention if i trend on twitter i don't think he even gives a fuck about that he's no, just I don't I he's don't, just yeah. being himself and just happens to piss off every part of the political spectrum but you know what the worst part is that that's his like mo his whole thing right, is like right. yeah. I'm a smug comedian. People like me because I'm smug. I don't know why he's the red letter media guy, but he's like, I'm smug. Or, or our he, Twitch channel from and last I'm episode. Smart <laughs> and yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, I'm, I'm smart. And, you know, if you're not an atheist like I am, you're just stupid and you're less of a person. And Republicans are stupid, but we can agree. And, you know, the left has gone too far left. It's just like you just box it all up and it's just like, cool. Yeah, yeah, and he'll even he'll even say something that I'm like, oh wait, maybe this is an agreement, and then he'll go completely off the rails. He'll just be like, yeah, uh, there's not a mental illness problems in America. Men men are suffering, and then I go, huh, but soy boys sure are gay. As a follow-up, yeah, it's yeah, like, where like, did you yes. come up with this idea, man? You just ha- you had us for a second there. You just had to shut the fuck all, up. It it feels like bad joke writing to me because it like he still at this point I wish that he would drop the comedy from the show i wish he would drop dead no, <laughs> i wish he would just drop yeah it's just fucking just end just because kidding. it's one of those things where it's like yeah he is those like those fucking like bits that are like oh new rule blah 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 and it's just like just drop that part just do a talk show you know yeah. what i mean like just do a talk show the funny parts are not funny and you're taking serious subject matter and then trying to like put a dumb joke about soy boys and something that like and he is like he has people on. I 
I feel like his show is good sometimes because he has people on that sometimes don't get any limelight from anywhere else. Like yeah. the amount of times he's had like Cornell West on or like and anybody like that where it's like nobody else had put him on TV. Like it's cool that he booked this guest and has this sort of like diversity of opinion but he's the worst part of yeah. his own show <laughs> people over talk on him because no one wants to no one claps during his parts really it's always like the person that has says something insightful they'll get like a big clapter and then he says something and it's just like eh. the audience the <laughs> audience is pretty terrible for that show i'm actually i'm i'm searching for bill maher on twitter right now to see if we can find if there's anything he's trending for not at the moment oh god of course but like for real though like nearly every week it's a, what what did Bill say this time? Yeah. The only benefit that I can find of him, I've been thinking about this long and hard, and it's, um, there's a lot of people that argue that white privilege doesn't exist. Like, people still believe that in 2021. And I think, I don't know how you can prove Bill Maher's, like, fame and success without <laughs> white privilege. I think it is impossible. I think you have developed, like, we've developed a conundrum for Republicans like, I don't know how you, I, well, I you dare know, someone I, to explain. I attribute yeah. most of his success, honestly, towards uh, the the primitive uh, the primitive foundry of cancel culture. If he wouldn't have said that the 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 people that flew planes into 9-11 were brave, I don't know if we'd still be talking about him. You know, he figured it out. Point. He yeah. figured it out sooner than anybody else. Yeah, he knew outrage would get him attention, mm -hmm. and he just Man, wrote I just, it. I remember, like, you know, I'm. I think I don't know to what extent y'all are. Uh, I I was like a pretty big Christopher Hitchens fan, like in late high school, early college. You know, when everyone goes through their atheist phase, whatever mm. the fuck. Yeah, God isn't real. Blah, you blah. believe in God? <laughs> Internet atheism. <laughs> Deal with yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> fucking one of these you see how the sunglasses just <laughs> fell onto my face he's actually got um, several fedoras hanging up in his and, room and like uh christopher hitchens i think was a smart guy had like a lot of like i feel like towards the end of his life a lot of sort of fatal flaws that may have sort of muddled his overall career uh but like when bill maher called milo yiannopoulos a young christopher hitchens it's just like man that's a slap in the face of a guy that was on your show many times like it's in, it's like insulting it's like christopher hitchens was like a pretty esteemed journalist that did some pretty serious good work and then you know later on in his life was all just gung-ho for atheism or whatever and mm -hmm. i guess that you know there were aspects of that that led us maybe you know more into doing an iraq war and whatever but aside from that it's just like, yeah, Milo Yiannopoulos is Christopher I, I Hitchens. Mean, I guess he's technically literate. I think that's what he's, he's British. <laughs> he's well, there you go. British sounding. And he Not makes, said. And he makes people angry. You make people angry. You're you're a certain type of person. Yep. Yeah. You can be a smart person or a dumb person. Doesn't matter. You make people angry. You can draw comparisons however you want. So if you want, if you could punish Bill Maher for for ending up in our collective consciousness so often how would you do it i want to make him watch his own stand-up mm. and have to experience that 
have to experience his own stand up, but he might like that. So does I he guess, still do stand up? I don't know. Because um, I don't think I've ever actually seen it. Now that you mentioned, I, I I've watched, watched like a stand up or two, and they're pretty old at this point. Yeah, I, said, I watched him from the '90s stuff, and it's the same stuff he does now. Like he hasn't evolved in <laughs> right, any right. sense. Oh my god! But um, I guess I would make him do stand up again then. If um, yeah, yeah, because I mean that's still I think the worst punishment anyone could have done to them. Dude, I, I got to share this anecdote. And I may have told this on the show before, but I, uh, a few years back, I was in LA and a friend of mine, uh, at the time he was into this, he dragged me along to a, um, I can't think of the guy's name all of a sudden. We talked shit on him last week, the Reddit, uh, Dave Rubin. Right, uh, right, right. A yeah. Dave Rubin, uh, event. What the hell you want to call it? But, Com- he, oh, quote, comedy show. Well, quote, it was quote, like, quote, 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 it was like, he, it was like show. a talk with like whatever dark web whatever but he opened with uh, a stand-up act because you know of course he's also a stand-up comedian and he was like doing bits from the 90s and like not updated at all like right season one sopranos references like referencing like <laughs> hey buddy the sopranos is leftist right now you get your grubby conservative well, fingers out <laughs> you of know there. what's kind of funny though he was actually ahead of the curve because it's like three or four years huh. ago between before everybody was like posting about the sopranos all of right, a sudden right. he was like referencing it at the time it felt very antiquated but it was like the right. way he was talking yeah, about sure. it was like referencing it <laughs> oh yeah the episode on sunday you know like as if it was still airing on tv <laughs> accidentally prescient <laughs> yeah 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 he just like flipped through his notes and he's like yeah this is good but like, he was talking about like the phantom menace and stuff like that i'm not Jesus even kidding Christ, like it was like man. so specific to like it wasn't even he like he hasn't done comedy since like because he was on like the young turks and right. he was on the young turks when he was an old turk and so that was like post his comedy <laughs> career his comedy career yeah was 20 years ago and dude i'm not kidding it was one of the worst fucking stand-up shows i've ever uh, seen and i'm including wow. like every open mic i've ever been to it was horrible dude and i was like again it was like one of those things where i'm like oh i did i forgot or didn't know he did comedy well you know and I, i'm sitting there like you right know, what you see how this goes and it, it mm-hmm. was god it was bad and like a guy in the audience is like, you know, yelling out like, you know, doing a, do an attack helicopter joke, you know, and identifies a hat attack helicopter. And of course, that's too modern for Dave Rubin's stand up set. So he pretty much just ignored the guy and continued to talk about fucking. Oh, Y2K is scary. <laughs> well, what are they going to do about the computers? I think what bugs me most about the Star Wars reference is that they were making the newest trilogy of Star Wars by that time. And like. He that was what what it was. Well, actually, no, you're right. Yeah, the new ones were coming out, but he was like doing this like awful Yoda impression too. Like the voice, you know, it's the speech patterns, but the voice was like barely changed from Dave's like regular speaking voice. It was just like, dude, just stop. I wonder how that like compares. nobody was fucking laughing. Even it was like we're here for you, man, and nobody's even eating this up. I wonder how that compares to uh, Stephen Crowder stand up. Oh, I forgot. Oh, oh my God. I bet that's real Now bad, this I dude. gotta see. Anyway, Grant. My two minutes of hate <laughs> this week. I, I feel like sort of revolves around all these topics that we're already talking about. Because that's convenient. I, I feel, I feel the, the, and this is uh, very typical of me just to like, uh, guess does their two minutes of hate. And I'm like, let me piggyback off of that. Yeah. Because I feel like there's there's a level to that where it's like, obviously, this is a topical insightful show that revolves around controversies and it's easy to like get sucked into all of this shit and like feel like you're 
doing something and trying to make some sort of difference in some sort of fucking way. And I have this idea in my head that it's like all this culture war shit that we that we fucking live in that's just seeped into everything. It's just like that's just got to go away. People like me should be talking about the culture war shit. Not not the fucking pundits, not the not the people on Fox News, not this the the stupid war on yeah they're Christmas not involved shit. you're yeah. you're in the trenches I'm in the trenches I'm living it because people are saying oh you can't say Merry Christmas at Starbucks and it's like I used to work at Starbucks nobody said that we sell Christmas blend coffee and it's it's shit that like wants wants me to like I want to pull my hair out mm-hmm. when mm-hmm. I when I think about all the shit that we talk about on this show and I feel like you get. <laughs> How pleasant. You get sucked into it. And it's like you you get this point of view where it's like, I want to do more with this. But you look at the other end of the spectrum. You look at the Dave Rubens. You look at the the Steven Crowders. You look at the Bill Mars of the world. And you're just like, I don't want to be that, man. And it's it's hard because it's like you want all of this to mean something you want it to be purposeful you want it to be topical you want to do what everyone's doing but i just look at the way that everyone's doing it and it's like i don't know what to do i don't know where i fit in this shit you know yeah yeah and it's it's frustrating i tell you what you can do no i'm just i was gonna say you go to a protest and (laughs) make an ass of yourself and i mean that's that's sort of (laughs) part of all of it and be a martyr wear wear a diaper for no reason Hey, there you go. <laughs> put your own unique spin on it. Someone's wearing a diaper, you know, but it, it is one of those things where it's like, God, there's there's a level of engagement and involvement that I want to be revolving all this shit because I, I do feel like it's it's just like I look at certain people that talk about the same stuff that we talk about every week and they do it in such like a bad faith, stupid fucking way that's just to like drive home a fucking narrative and it's just like i don't know sometimes i listen back to the show and i'm just like i don't want to be fucking soapboxy about (laughs) shit like i don't want to be that guy i don't want to be just like a dumb fucking the the lefty version of whatever the fuck is whatever the fuck it's just like i i but at the same time i don't want like the steven crowders of the world running around like putting on lipstick going haha i'm a trans person and it's yeah. just like that's who's controlling the narrative he's got like eight million viewers on fucking youtube and he just puts on lipstick and says haha people don't deserve rights and i mean it's he's just not, like the, i don't fucking know well, man those aren't the only content creators those out are there. not you know, the if, only if you focus on that creators. you'll drive yourself crazy i do realize that but it's that level of introspection and just being like man i would like for that not to exist and I would like to do something about that, but doing something about that, like, means that you're fucking flailing around in the same muck that everybody else is flailing around yep, in. Yep, and yep, it's yep. just like, man, I don't, I don't know. And these same people constantly complain about being canceled with all their fucking money, all yeah, their followers. I, I wrote like a whole ass script on cancel culture for like a re-educationing video, and it's just like, I don't know if it's funny i don't know if it's good it's like yeah i know we were talking about like how do we how do we make it funny how do we spin this certain way and it's like you know at the end of the day you know like i know you've often pitched this show is like mystery science theater for the internet right and i don't think that that necessarily has to be so like controversial stuff it could be just like the dumb shit like right when i when i see another bagel boss pop up i'm like here we go baby i am ready for thursday (laughs) you know 
And I'm just, you know, that's the kind of stuff, you know, we, we, we'll get, we'll, we got all kinds of fun stuff I mean, planned I think for the show. Everybody stick things. around. You'll like, you'll, you're going to like the way you look. I guarantee you. I think it's one of those things where it's obviously a mixed bag and there are times where it's like, man, I got like, I feel like in, in my head, I need to talk about this one thing or whatever, but it's like, yeah, the demagoguery and shit like that. Like, I don't know. It's all stupid, but at the same time, like, yeah, the cancel culture shit, like, really fucking gets to me that we're still talking about cancel culture and we're doing it in such a stupid way. Like, Dave Chappelle the other day, for God's fucking sake, said something along the lines of, like, if this is what being canceled is, I love it. And it's like, you, what was canceled of yours? I get that people are trying to get a special taken down, but like, you're a millionaire, you're a celebrity. You get to do the thing that you love for your the way that you make money. You didn't get like so he's canceled. right. Yeah, he does Nothing. love it. Yeah, it he does. Yeah. It does I sound pretty great. Actually, cancel me, man. Yeah, his- and it's just it's like this boiling frustration of like looking at all this shit and being like, ah, I want to tear my own head off, but then also going like, man, if you get too vested in this. You just lose sight of it because then you become a fucking idiot talking head. And it's like, no one fucking wants that. Everyone wants to just laugh at the guy. But it's like, how do you balance that? And it's like, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. You wake up, you're, you wake up as a talking head one day. You're like, is this my life? <laughs> is this my, my uh, beautiful wife? Right. What were you going to say, Jonathan? Oh, I was going to say his, his getting canceled lost other people their jobs. Like that, that's him getting canceled. People were trying to protest it and they sure, lost, sure, they yeah. lost their jobs because of that. Yeah. I and mean, I'm loving every second, baby. It's one of those things where it's like, I don't want to get too into the details of all that because it's just like depressing it's, at this yeah, point to like really even talk about. But like that was just one of the well, examples. Let's, let's that bring came the energy up a little bit. Yeah. Let's, talk, yeah, about some, I mean, let's talk about some fun. Grant, make this I, funny. I also, I also do feel like sometimes like the idea of like having to. It, it reminds me of the one time when John Stewart was on uh, a. Uh, crossfire with Tucker Carlson and he was like you guys are ruining America and Tucker Carlson was like I thought you were a comedian why don't you tell a joke and he's like yeah I don't want to do your dance monkey dance routine like you're (laughs) honestly bad and then they just took it off the air like the following week it's like I do feel that pressure too sometimes where it's like man I don't want to this isn't funny tell me a joke funny man but there's exactly (laughs) to bring it all around it's just like yeah that constant ongoing frustration of just like what's the line where's the line where do i fit into it and like how do i dance around it and like just all those things because it's like i am trying to work on this show and work on some other stuff and it's just like where do i fit into all this shit because it's like I don't know. There's there's so many different fucking paths to go down. You gotta, you gotta like work on yourself, man. Bad, Fuck the man. show. Fuck <laughs> the show will find a way. I'm not necessarily talking about the show itself, but just like as a as a person that wants to create things, you know, yeah. as a creator, as we all are, a creative type. Exactly. Remember that an influencer. Remember that. Uh, remember that fucking. It was like one of the first episodes we did. With that uh, creative oh, types yeah, versus yeah, yeah, normal yeah. normal people, yeah, we're a little different here. You know, we dress like Johnny Depp, and we um, we you know, we see the world through a little bit of a different lens. Sim- simpler times, right? I feel like there were a lot more stories like that back then, and now it's like pending civil war every week, and it's like, God damn it, man! You know, you you mentioned the culture war, and I just had this like horrific thought of like fifty years from now, our textbooks just going to retcon this and be like, that was World War Three. 
you know, the cancel culture war, the the everything going on. That was World War Three. We had went World War One, World War Two, you know, World War Three yeah. was fought with um the war of ideas, the, the meme war. Yeah, all those idiot scientists <laughs> trying to give us I mean, fake information. I, yep, they're, I whole, they're s- the biggest part of it. I want to say no, but I know that like all the textbooks are made in Texas, and they're like trying to pass laws that's like don't don't tell your kids about Martin Luther King Jr. And it's like, I don't know, whatever. I don't want to guess the future anymore. Horrific moment for a parent when their their uh, their child is like, is Martin Luther King real? And you have to explain, like, I'm, I'm doing a Santa Claus thing here. I don't, yeah, know, if, I don't yeah. know if that's clear or not. <laughs> no, I, I was good. like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. saying it. I'm like, I don't know if this is coming across as offensive. No, no, or, no. I, you know. The listeners, I think, are smart. Uh, that's not the issue. It's, it's if I'm being clear enough. But Grant... Uh, yeah. go off with your punishment. I don't know. I I don't know what's the punishment. What's what's worse punishment than living in my own head? Yeah, that's so, that sounds awful, man. Deep dog. <laughs> yeah, that sucks, man. <laughs> um, anyway, if you haven't listened to Thought Cops before, every week we investigate the internet's outrage-inducing news stories and sentence each perpetrator to a cruel and unusual punishment. There's a number of things here. Let's uh, let's do this one. This one? Oh yeah, boy. We were, we were talking about yeah. this, uh, Jonathan and I on the way here. Do you want to set set this up? Uh yes. So there was a video that went viral this week on Twitter. This is a um I think it might be like high school or middle school classroom with a um a white lady is teaching the class about um, a native Native American culture. This <laughs> Again, if you're not watching the YouTube version of this, this is fucking prime. We got yeah, some we got is... some we got some visuals here, but yeah, let's let's watch this and oh, take it all in. Do people think that whatever. Hey, so She's doing a dance. She's wearing a construction paper. Feather headdress. Shout out to the kid filming this, by the way. Yeah. He's like, this is going to be fucking cringe. I think the kid filming it was Native American. Yeah. This is so bad. It's so long. How much is left of this? 13 minutes. I get to go home. And I get all of my feathers. There we go. So good, so good. I also would be hiding my face. The kids are like, don't even want to. I mean, they, they probably know they're going to be filming, and this is going to be a very viral video. So they're like, yeah, keep me yeah. out of this. But it's also like it's the secondhand embarrassment. I mean, this is like. <laughs> I mean, what exactly? She's like running back and forth in front of the classroom. Like it's be, at this point, it's becoming concerning. If I were in this classroom, I would be like, "I should we call nine one one." Oh, it's still going. Yeah, it's super long. It's so long. I now she's sitting on top of the desk, pretending Please to pray. I think. Please. And <laughs> She got a couple laughs. Obviously, this is ridiculous. Wow! Look. You okay? <laughs> I, I just ran into the rock god. Oh my the rock god. <laughs> He's been out. <laughs> Sorry. <clears throat> this is just too 
just took out these beautiful rocks. Which my children painted. I pulled them out of my pantry. No, wait, no, no, but the, the rock guy I'm... Oh. Probably a case to be made for going back Thank to Zoom you, class Rock again. For these beautiful. This is okay, great. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, grind face. Thank you for the extreme branding. <laughs> this is just like. Uh, let me close out of this here. Um, this is like. This is a case against public schooling. Like. I feel more libertarian now more than ever. Like, I think we just get rid of them. I think there's no need for public. This is it. I don't remember this class in school, but apparently. Yeah, this I, is I don't what remember learning that lesson. God, how racist was our education? And then we just don't even know. <laughs> I mean, like, oh, I, I, I think sure, like, if like, something like this happened, I, I would have a hard time forgetting it, you know? And honestly, I think that's Cashew, like... Cashew in the chat says this was for a math class. Yeah, there's, it's Sokotoa. It's um, the trig. So sine, cosine, and tangents, what she's My teaching them. God. I thought you were being facetious when you said No, it. no, no, <laughs> I'm just not, dumb. No. I don't know if that's... Yeah, I didn't like, read about this. I just the saw fuck? the video and was like aghast. That makes this... So much yeah, worse. Yeah, she's repeating Sokotoa to teach them sine, cosine, and tangent. And that's, oh my. that's her medium. I thought it was like a history class. No, it what is math. What the fuck? It's, it's worse than you thought, I guess. Yes, it's yeah. fucking math, dude. Next, she's going to be excusing my dear Aunt Sally. Yeah, so, okay, so this is what bugs <laughs> me most about this. Sokotoa works on its own. You don't need another mnemonic device to remember it. Like it works on its own. Like you could just say that Sokotoa. That is how a mnemonic device works. <laughs> like okay, so you just you get it. Mnemonic <laughs> devices are meant, you know, just to be these like catchy things. They click in your head. You remember them because of their whatever. <laughs> Those kids are never gonna forget. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So like that's if anything, she's it's a genius move. She's playing like five D chess. Like be super racist. When you're teaching your kids math and they will not forget it. Like, I can guarantee those kids, you know, this video is probably going viral or rather it is going viral. They're going to be like, yeah, so could so I remember that. I will I will never forget that. That's going to be like their last word on their deathbed is so They're going to be. They're going to all turn into the guy from A Beautiful Mind. They're going to just like have an intuitive understanding of math because they'll never forget. It's right, literally just right. writing Sokotoa everywhere, though. <laughs> Trying to ham-fist it into every math. God, that is crazy, dude. I did not know yeah. that aspect. Holy shit. Yeah, I I legit thought that she was doing like a this is history class and we're today we're going to learn about the Native Americans. Now, folks, they lived here before we did and they talked and acted a little bit like this. And yeah, uh, like obviously that in itself is like not great. You know, mm -hmm. maybe a better way to teach kids about it besides dancing around like we're doing a fucking rain dance and all that kind of shit right. in doing front of the classroom. Of with the, your yeah, mouth. The, oh, yeah. But like, oh, girl, <laughs> I don't know if you, whatever. I'm <laughs> You're doing it as an example. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's contextual. No yeah. one's no one's going to cancel you. And if they do, you're going to be a yeah. millionaire celebrity. <laughs> hey, I with a it, Netflix I am willing deal. to give it a shot. No, but that is. Oh, man. I'm trying to think what else. What other classes you could teach um, the scientific method. Maybe next time she could do. Uh, I don't fucking know. Something. I'm going to have to rack my brain for that one. I can't she's really. just doing like a, she's got the rice hat and stuff like doing a really racist Chinese impression, like just teaching kids about the uh, like the. Uh, 
the uh, periodic elemental table. Just pronouncing everything wrong or something. Yeah, stupid. and she's like, she's like doing like the fucking like you know, I don't know what you want to call it. The the uh, the fucking. Are we like, come town now? This is kind of going down. A, a bad <laughs> That's hill, good punishment. Just Nick Mullen teaches your class about whatever, and it's like there you go. You know, Nick Mullen teaches your class uh, a health class. You're fucking gay. Yeah, then you get fucked in the ass. You're gay. <laughs> then that's the show folks first they have to teach what cum is (laughs) right right first of all uh but let's move on what do you want to talk about next year grant harambe Uh oh (laughs) Oh my god dude he's back again and about time too and this time he's in the mood harambe is back folks uh you may remember harambe from an argument that Kevin got in with Kumail Nanjiani on Twitter about four years ago. And now look, he's a uh, he's in that Marvel Eternals movie. He's all jacked up, Kumail is. Oh, I think Harambe was dead. <laughs> no, I was no. like, wait, this is a weird <laughs> crossover Harambe's, that I was not prepared for. Harambe's dead. <laughs> yeah. And but, so is Kumail in that movie. King Go. Is he? Oh, you ruined it for me. Uh, let me find a better picture of this, but yeah. So, uh, do you remember the fearless girl that they put in front of the uh, bull on Wall Street? The bull statue, the brass statues. No. Well, they did a brass Harambe statue, and the Wall Street bull has a bunch of bananas under it, and Harambe's looking at that bull, going, "I like well, bananas because I'm a monkey." Well, that looks mighty tasty for look me. At th- a look at this. That's pretty funny. Why though? I just want health insurance. <laughs> Why? So the, the weird thing is, Jesus Christ, this caption. I will read this caption and maybe this will enlighten you a little to some degree. Uh, Sapien Network, a social network for human welfare, put a statue of Harambe the gorilla in front of Wall Street's charging bull. Kind of confused the Organizers included... 10,000 bananas which will be donated to protest wealth disparity and how quote bananas Wall Street has become. Yes, we spent a lot of money on this very expensive statue and don't worry, we're donating food from the floor (laughs) to poor people. (laughs) There's a picture of the food on the floor. They're going to be eating that. It's Donkey Kong's uh, hoard. Yeah, it looks a little bit like, uh, what is it, like uh, King K. Rool breaking into Donkey Kong's uh, Yeah, his his lair. His golden banana lair. Um no one knows that this is about wealth disparity. Fuck. No one cares that this is a w- about wealth disparity. Everyone was like, "Oh, Harambe." That could be. So it, why it could is be, Harambe? Yeah, on why Wall him? I, like, it could be any gorilla, I guess. Yeah. Instead, they get a gorilla that everyone wants to have a selfie with and make a joke about. <laughs> like when I saw the photo and people were like, "They put up a Harambe statue in New York." I was like, "They're kidding, right?" I was like, why not? I mean, maybe like the, what was it, the Cincinnati Zoo where that happened? What what city was that where Harambe died? Yeah. Something like some bump fuck nowhere nobody gives a fuck about. That's where Harambe, I thought maybe they put up a statue in his honor. I'm like, okay, sure. I guess. (laughs) (laughs) No, because it's in front of this bull. And the funny thing is, Harambe was killed because he was a danger to a child. They kicked the child out and put Harambe there. I guess in a way, it's like poetic justice. Yeah, I guess if you don't really think about it, sure. Well, my kid's not going to be remembered, I guess. <laughs> right, right. Well, here's a statue of Harambe. The fearless uh, girl. The thing we'll talk about. Wall Street? 
it's a very mixed message. Like, yeah, th- again, yeah, that's such a good point. Why Harambe? Why not just a gorilla? Because it's probably some fucking Reddit idiot who made this. <laughs> the same guys who buy NFTs and all this dumb shit. <gasps> like this guy probably like still like thinks like dicks out for Harambe is funny. <laughs> like he's like, wouldn't it be epic if? If we put a statue of Harambe on Wall Street and then maybe this Elon Musk will retweet we. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking idiots. Oh my God. I'm just like Banksy. <laughs> God, these people. Wait. Uh, uh, missing. Uh, you know, you want to make this better? Bacon. Epic. Everything's better with bacon. Oh man. And if they, if they replace the bull statue with a narwhal. <laughs> yep. I'm not a professional quote maker, but. I am feeling euphoric in this moment. Let me tell you, folks. I think that's a good punishment. We should just double down on the Reddit. (laughs) (laughs) Just make this, uh, you know. Yeah, it's made out of Reddit gold. And it's... uh, Change Wall Street to... I don't know. uh, Wall Street bets. R slash Wall Street bets. R slash Wall Street bets. Yeah. Fuck this shit. What's the next story? Uh, I don't know. What what else? uh, What other useless fucking bullcrap are we wasting our lives on so there's there's a story about tiktok giving people um giving people tourette syndrome and there's a face there's a story about facebook uh creating the metaverse oh yeah yeah let's talk let's talk about that because uh, by the time this episode comes out maybe we'll have our own metaverse well the new the facebook is getting a new name and it's right. under this uh this was cinematic universe of social media websites See, I have no idea about this piece of news, by the way. This is totally new to me. Yeah, so I guess, yeah, they're rebranding it. I don't fucking know why. They're probably because, like, there's a lot of negative connotations with Facebook at this right. point. You know, they're like... But, like, if you change the name, it's like, we all know the name. We know yeah, your name. Yeah, and, like, Facebook owns Instagram and stuff like that. So, I, it sounds like they're just going to change. They're going to have this, like, parent company or whatever. It's going to be like, you know... Facebook, a product of like Globocam and Instagram, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, whatever. Exactly, yeah. Like Facebook is now no longer going to be the umbrella co- company. Mm-hmm. And I really do hope it is like as comically evil sounding as like whatever they can think of, you know? Right, right. Like, uh, I don't know, like, yeah, like whatever the example I said was earlier, you know? Yeah, that like, was funny. Yeah. I don't remember it, but or I'm like, sure uh, if we play it back. Um, Rocco's Modern Life, the conglomo with the, the tagline, yeah, exactly. we yeah. own you. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly it. And, uh, I mean, that's, you know, very, very prescient, uh, media Rocco's Modern Life was. People are saying, is the name change meant to be a distraction from bigger problems? Cause as we all, <laughs> oh, yeah, as we all remember about a week ago, a week or two ago, Facebook went down Yeah, and everyone was like, Hey. What's going on with this? Where am I? Where am I supposed to get my misinformation? They're also focusing on creating the metaverse, a, div, a digital platform enhanced by augmented and virtual reality, where people interact through digital avatars. So you know what this fucking is? You know, I was too busy. I'm fucking. I am up my own ass with my own jokes. I hear the word metaverse and I think of the book Snow Crash, which is one of my favorite books. And I suggest you all read Snow Crash. Uh, a lot of prophetic things happen. Um, but you know what this fucking thing is? R-I-C-O. This shit. Do you guys remember this shit? I think that this is their metaverse. Oh my oh, god. Is this their metaverse? 
Do you remember this fucking snafu? It's just fucking like Xbox Live avatars. Like, I don't know if this is it. No, this was pretty recently, right? When they had. Well, yeah, this was when Puerto Rico got destroyed. Like within the past four oh, years or so. Oh, right, right, right. And Mark Zuckerberg did this big PR thing where he like made a fake Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> Look at this fucking guy. Look at this. <laughs> this, this is comical. Um, he can't even pretend to be human when pretending to be human. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, Look what the fuck? Look at him. <laughs> And look, look at the devastation behind him. <laughs> if if you're listening at home and there's no visual aid, uh, just imagine how Google Zuckerberg Puerto Rico and you'll get exactly just pause the episode. Google Zuckerberg Puerto Rico. If you haven't heard this and you haven't seen it, look at this devastation that's behind them. This and no, they're doing this cartoony bullshit. They're still doing that because like as of like I think it was one of the stories we, we didn't have time to get to like an SNL cut for time sketch. They had a uh, they, they were doing like you know because Facebook also or whatever they're going to call it in the future right. like owns o- a book Oculus Rift or whatever it is. Yeah. And like Mark Zuckerberg was on this like uh, um, some fucking like talk show or something like demonstrating how it was like oh this is the future like people don't even have to be in the same room to to interact with each other and he was showing off this like it was like basically like a like that 3ds game me tomo or just like these like me's like sitting in a room talking to each other it was like so fucking archaic looking and it was from 2021 and it, it's like this is the metaverse it's like wow how how uh how profound these like really low res 3d image these like 3d avatars oh yeah that kind of looks like you mark where they're like in this room talking to each other but they're not really even in the same room at all but in the it's like it's a vr chat basically is kind of what i'm getting at you know the guy thinks he invented vr chat and that i guess that's what this is all leading to like we already had this like years ago people running around as like hank hill and naruto clothing it doesn't get any better we had racist knuckles Oh that yeah, yeah that was a meme for a while. Ugandan dude, I saw like somebody fucking stuck up a Ugandan knuckles sticker in my neighborhood recently, and I'm like, these are the same people who are probably think the Harambe statue is like so fucking <laughs> same funny. Guy. Yeah, the same guy actually. <laughs> they put Harambe in Wall Street. You know, in in 1992, Just fucking kill yourself. In 1992, <laughs> Neil Stevenson wrote the prophetic book Snow Crash. And in it, he describes the metaverse, which is sort of like a second life, sort of, you know, you you plug like the Matrix, you know, this is pre the Matrix. This is, uh, you know, still within sort of the, the cyberpunk genre of like mid to late 80s, early 90s. And his his dream was that the main character whose name is hero protagonist, he carries around. He's he's a pizza delivery driver slash hacker. And he carries around a katana that he uses to deflect bullets. That's what he thought the metaverse would be. This shit sucks. We just get to destroy Puerto Rico and then send our dumbass fucking looking avatars there to be like, hey oh, guys, help, Mark help raise here. money. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I am the richest person alive. Fucking fighting polygon team looking ass. My, I myself am worth the GDP of a thousand countries 
please donate money to Puerto Rico. This is what the metaverse is. Yeah, you donate money. I'll be here in my little cartoon. <laughs> yeah. yeah. My graphics I'll- are worse than VTubers. <laughs> Seriously. I'll be here being a, a racist. What What's Knuckles? He's not a hedgehog. Echidna. Echidna, echidna yeah. yeah. I'll, I'm, I'll be here being a racist echidna. You go fix Puerto Rico. Donate half your wealth to Puerto Rico. It doesn't matter. I got a, I got a good punishment, though. Yeah. Jonathan, you brought up VTubers. I think that we send in Hatsune Miku <laughs> into all these impoverished nations, and she would do a better fucking job than Mark Zuckerberg in creating this metaverse bullshit, you know? Like, Hatsune Miku has been on Dave Letterman... She is an icon. We got all these other, you know, VTubers out there who are, you know, far more uh, impactful on culture. And I think that they would do a better job fixing, righting the wrongs of this world we live in. And there's a whole lot of them. So I say we we send in the troops. You know, it's like when they sent like a Bob Hope to whatever to uh, entertain the troops. You right. know, yeah. Hatsune Miku put her in there, uh, put her in the trenches, and we're gonna we're gonna fix this whole thing and cancel this metaverse bullshit you know metaverse like man how about you bring us the digi world huh how about that yeah why don't we have digimon yet yeah we got this other we got to like, it's like we're, people talk oh technology's moving so fast we got these incredible phones in our pockets where's my fucking digimon <laughs> where's my fucking sword that deflects bullets exactly like, that's the worst thing about this shit man it's at the late 80s early 90s we had all this like cool cyberpunk like what if the future is like this and it's the lamest fucking bullshit right. imaginable we we got like the globalist corporate takeover yeah we got like all of like the the slums in la that you see in the movie blade runner we got that everything's owned by disney everything's owned by disney it's like we got all that part it's like where's the cool fucking sunglasses that shoot lasers a lot of those cyberpunk movies they're like a reflection of worrying that japan will take over and it's like maybe they should have right like maybe we could have had all these cool things right yeah what the hell happened to that too like i think yeah like even like i think i I heard someone mention recently even japan is not even like pictured in that same kind of way as it was back it's not as large of like a global economic superpower no no it's not yeah i don't know what i don't know what happened like somewhere fuck i I think we ruined it man i think we just just got a hold of anime and we're like yeah we're gonna drag this down with (laughs) with the rest of our (laughs) shitty culture like because it's funny because kevin you you talk about like when you went to japan how big anime was and you're just like everyone reads it here everyone loves it here it's just a big part of the culture yeah and it's just like yeah we ruined it (laughs) white people made it lame we We made it so fucking lame this should this shit should not have left the island you know we see it yeah as much as i love anime you know they should close their borders again they should be isolationist again see what else where where is this conversation going yeah this is (laughs) this is another bad trope yeah this show is like so close to accidentally being offensive so many times and it's like because you know know your boys are good boys we don't the thing is we're not bad people we're allegedly we're a product of uh our times because i always wonder i always look at like people online that have these moments where they get canceled right like a karen in a grocery store that happens to be there on the wrong day and someone's pointing a camera at her and she just says the one word that she's not supposed to say there's only one 
She could not erase the one word from her vocabulary, and she says it, and you're just like, what if that were me? And I always think, that's not going to be me. I don't say that word. I like I that's not going to that's never going to be me because I'm not a piece of shit, you know. I'm not going to get canceled for some dumb shit like that. We'll see the episode's not over yet. We'll see. You're right. You're right. <laughs> Speaking of, what's the next we got time for one more story? Yeah. Um uh do you want to do one of these or should we get to the TikTok is giving people Tourette's? <laughs> let's let's do that. Let's I, I I at first I was like agreeing to it and halfway through the sentence I'm like, eh, maybe not, but you know what? Sure. I don't know anything about this. It sounds like, again, we have plenty of room to be offensive on accident for the rest of the episode. So let's see what's let's going be, on here. Let's be ableist now. Um, what's going on with TikTok? I wasn't really planning on playing a video. I don't know if this video is worth playing or if it's good. I didn't really vet it. So they got Tourette's. Where do they get the vaccine? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> That'll be good. Uh, good thought, intentions, folks. Thought Cops goes anti-vax. Yeah. Um. TikTok is giving teen girls Tourette-like tics. Doctors call it a pandemic. So people are watching videos. No, we of, got two pandemics. There's going to be a third one. Once this once this metaverse comes around and computer viruses become real viruses, it's over. Yeah, shoot. That's actually a big part of the movie Snow Crash or the book Snow Crash. It should be a movie. Is that eh, uh, probably not at this they, point. It'd be a good movie. It's a good book. It's very heavily drenched in satire. The hero's name, mind you, is hero protagonist. It's kind of like a tenant, wasn't that the that that was? Yeah, I think I think you made that tenet, joke. Tenant was serious. Yeah. Uh, Snow Crash was supposed to be a satire of the cyberpunk genre, but anyway. So people that, are that getting happens, sick from their phones. Let's hear that about happens this. in in the book. Is that they create a computer virus it's like a mind virus so it's like if you're in the metaverse and you get a virus it affects your brain that would stink that's the snow crash <clears throat> so anyway i was waiting for getting, that yeah. to kind of tie into the no there was no tie-in i just really like that book okay um <laughs> months of study leads doctors to believe tiktok trends and pandemic boredom to be the source i think what's happening is that oh my god uh hashtags Tourette's and Tourette's syndrome this is so has amassed 6.2 billion views on the platform and again like they are if you, bored if you that's used, what the problem is if you've used this app you know that you just flip through shit like it's like tinder but for like videos so you can click on a hashtag and hashtag Tourette's and just flick through and flick through and flick through and flick through and watch people have different ticks and stuff like that and I guess that people are fucking uh, like developing it as a result of watching too many people that have it. <laughs> this is so bad for us, man. <laughs> this is so bad. Like we need another reason to know that social media is just like every destroying week. Every week humanity. I do this show, I realize more and more. I just got to fucking unplug and detach. But hey, I got to provide content though, so. See what kind of let's see what kind of tick I'll pick up from the show. I probably already have some kind of like mental disorder I didn't have before Thought Cops. A doctor will listen to the entire backlog and determine <laughs> what went wrong. Yeah, uh, too many people listening to Thought Cops have developed uh, horrendous depression. Yeah, it, it's a pandemic. That'd be cool. They're calling enough, it Mooney Syndrome. En enough people listen to to this show 
Yeah, and you want that give you all oh that'd be cool if people got a disease from the thing we make to bring people joy that's the change you wanted to make in the world yeah, that's, like Gandhi <laughs> that's your answer yeah. Brand. yeah earlier like, where do i fit in i'm like well there you go you give everybody a fucking give everybody disease depression yeah. yeah whatever so grant you're you're active on tiktok i haven't seen you uh, develop any ticks or talks <laughs> <laughs> clever I that's about as far as that'll go yeah uh, so what's the punishment? Everybody gets everybody gets the snow crash. Mm-hmm. They all get the computer virus. Now, Grant, remind virus. me what what is snow crash again? It's a it's a virus. I know what is it like? It's a book. It's a or? book. Okay, it was written in 1992. <laughs> but it should be a movie. Neil Stevenson's pro, uh, <laughs> prophetic vision yeah. of what the future might entail. And l- let me tell you, it makes a lot of good points. Mm. Sounds interesting. Yeah. It's good. We should review it for Fire Bros. Of course, I'll never pick a fucking book up. It's good, man. Reading makes you smart. So the polar opposite of whatever we do here. Speaking of smart, uh, why don't we get to Key to the City? Ah, uh, yeah. Something good, something swell, something nice for a change. Thought Cops Key to the City. My Key to the City this week goes to a YouTube channel I actually just discovered last night called Cybershell. Huh. And it is so great. What is it? Uh, the guy, he covers a lot of like really esoteric specific. It's mostly focused around video game stuff, mostly focused around Sonic the Hedgehog stuff, actually. But the guy is like really fucking funny. Like he has this whole like 30 minute video about this one single sprite from Sonic 2 that only is there for a split second if you're on the edge of a ledge. Like, you know, so, you know, in the characters, like in these games, yeah, he's, like, whoa, yeah. whoa, whoa. he's like, you know, trying to balance. And I guess like I like the one where you're just sitting still and like he's tapping his toe and he looks at you, the player. Dude, angrily. that was like the fucking sick, sickest shit when you were a kid, when you're like, check this out. Oh, my God. And you set Sonic's your controller real. down and you're like, you're like, look at Mario fell asleep. He's right. he's fucking like because we're not we're not touching the controller. And that was like so immersive at the time. Right, right. But no, he does like, these videos about this like super specific stuff like that, for example, but makes it super interesting. Like even before like, I was uh, on the train over here today, I was watching this video he did about these two guys who were in this like message board forum battle where they were like dedicating themselves to like grinding their character in Final Fantasy VII to level 99 without leaving the first area. So I- like, you know, obviously it's like you're not meant to get up right, to right, that yeah. really in any point of the game. And, like, obviously the characters, like, you know, like, the enemies, like, give you such little experience points. And these guys were having this, like, back and forth. It was kind of like that movie King of Kong, if you remember that. Like, the two yeah, guys battling yeah, for, yeah. like, the, the high score in Donkey Kong. But, like, a way, more, a way more pathetic, like, goal. But he makes it and spins it into this, like, really interesting narrative. Um, so, yeah, check out Cybershell, obviously. uh I'm still working through the backlog myself. Very good stuff. I've seen the the 99 Final Fantasy one. The, oh, you one have, of the, yeah. one of the characters is named it goes by Dick Tree, I Dick think. Dick Tree and what like, I don't remember the other Circle one. Circle Lord or something like that. Something along those lines. And it's yeah. these two guys and just like the fucking like I, I love like the the other people on the forum like gassing them up and stuff. It's just like <laughs> it's so indicative of like that specific like time period and that culture and stuff like that and like yeah, well, where's the screenshot, man? And like he posts a screenshot, and it's always like photos from like a digital camera, like off their like CRT TV. It's so something awful. Like exactly, it's 100% exactly. Everything yeah. you think about something awful encapsulated into that video. I love exactly. It. 
So yeah, check out Cybershell. Uh, John, what is your? I'm, I'm sorry, Jonathan. What is your? <laughs> Unbelievable key to the city. Um, you know, even it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, um, not as bad as when I kept calling Adam Gilbert album. That was bad. <laughs> super, bad, dis- super disrespectful. <laughs> Cause I tripped over it. I, that's how I, not even a him. name, uh, not even a name. Dude, I'm bad at talking for someone who does a pod, a weekly podcast for four and a half years. It's good practice though. You know? I've gotten better, which is <laughs> pathetic to think how bad I was at speaking. Well, when you English listen back language. to hundreds of hours of yourself talking, you can figure out these kinds of things and also become incredibly self-conscious of different verbal tics you have. Yeah, it's getting worse. Yeah. In so a way, no, in a way, it is true. Like, I listen back. I'm like, God, I do that too much. I do this too much. I'll cut back on that. Then I find myself like doing it more sometimes because yeah. I'm aware of it. Uh, like, speaking like of the tick tiktok right it's exactly yeah. you're creating a feedback loop exactly and one of, one of those things is talking over people when they were about to say something speaking of talking over <laughs> people when they're about to say something. jonathan so i'm um, saying my key to go the ahead. city i uh um, yes <laughs> i watched uh the 2016 version of war and peace now um uh, this is su- like War and Peace is like a mammoth, over a thousand page book. A lot of people don't want to read that shit. Yeah. It's such a good fucking story. Like, I highly recommend everyone to watch it. Who's in it? So, the lead, one of the lead characters is, um, have you ever seen the movie There Will Be Blood? It was like a, it was a big movie a while back. So, there's Daniel Day-Lewis, and then there's this other guy that's the preacher that's like, they have this power uh, struggle. uh, Paul Paul Dano? Dano. Yes, Paul Dano. He's like the lead of this. And he plays this like he's this, gonna be the Riddler in the new Batman. That's right. Oh, dude, he's such a good actor. He has no. He's like one of one of my one of my favorites. Warnings. He looks like he tells hella riddle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he goes on screen, and you can immediately tell he's like projecting to be this dork. Like you feel it. He goes mm-hmm. to this party, this ritzy ass Russian party, and you're like, oh man, this guy's a, a total nerd. Right. Goes in and like he's like, I think poor people deserve fair treatment, and. Every, he loses the crowd. Everyone fucking hates him. And I was like, oh man, perfect description of rich people. <laughs> it encapsulated in this one scene. Sure, sure. So the well, key Tol- to the city. Tolstoy was an early anarchist. Yeah, dude. He was, he was hardcore, dude. Yeah, because this is like, um, I hate to call it a meme, but it's like War and Peace is like the, the book people bring up when they're like, oh, it's a big, dry, long book. So they made a movie. I didn't, I didn't even know about this. They made a movie out of it. It's a mini series. It's it's six oh, okay, episodes. Sure, so sure. it's not and, very long, and it's good. It's so good. I wow. highly recommend. That's, watch I feel it. like that's a high bar to pass. It goes like it's like when they made the Great Gatsby movie. It's like you know, there's so many people like you know, maybe we just don't attempt it because it's like, do we want to even try and fail? But I that I you feel know? like there's a weird hump that people have to get over when it comes to like Russian literature for some reason. Like, and I. All I can think those of... Those two words are so intimidating, though. Russian they're, literature. They're very like, intimidating. Oh, and all I can think of is like Norm MacDonald's jokes where he just makes up a bunch of names. Dr. Ilinovich. Like right, his exactly. Office. And it's like, I don't know. It's not really that difficult. Maybe it's just like dry a little bit, but it's... I don't know. I think it's when there's like 20 characters. That's more the issue is that there's like a ton of characters. Yeah, but like people, that's people it. Can it's keep not up hard. With, yeah, yeah, people can keep up with Game of Thrones and have right, no problem. Exactly. You know, but I, again, maybe it's the page count. Maybe it's just, you know, the the uh, the meme of it all, the intimidation, like, oh, War and Peace. That's, that's, a, 
Yeah, I'll get to that one day. Yeah, dude, it's six after episodes. After snow crash. <laughs> right. <laughs> Breakneck pace. But the I want to say, I'm specifically giving a key to the city to the person on YouTube who uploaded it illegally. Because there's like there's like the pay version when you search it right next to the right, six right. episode playlist I was, for free. I was going to ask where our listeners can find this. Just on YouTube. Get it while it's hot and not totally yeah. taken down immediately. And don't so. fucking tell. <laughs> yeah, highly recommend. Everyone should fucking watch it. Great, great series. Interesting. I'll have to check it out right now. Stop the episode. Actually, no, Grant, you're key to the city. You have to give one. Only once in a great while does a writer come along who defines, who defies comparison. A writer so original, he redefines the way we look at the world. Neil Stevenson is such a writer and Snow Crash is such a novel. Weaving virtual reality, Sumerian myth, and just about everything in between with a cool... Uh (laughs) cyber sensibility to bring us the giga thriller of the information age. Now, this sounds interesting. In reality, hero protagonist delivers pizza for Uncle Enzo's Costo, Coso Nostra Pizza Inc. But in the metaverse, he's a warrior prince, plunging headlong into the enigma of a new computer virus that is striking down hackers everywhere. He races along the neon-lit streets on a search-and-destroy mission for the shadowy virtual villain threatening to bring about the infopocalypse. Wow. You know, that reminds me of Ready Player One. <laughs> you check that out. I'm sure Ready Player One was probably heavily based on Snow Crash. I was going to say, too, and actually, like the, I, I bet the pilot episode of Futurama as well because doesn't he work for like a pizza delivery place called Enzo's? Oh, I oh yeah. I think, I think he does. does. Yeah, That's then he wild. goes to... Huh. Yeah. It's one of those things that I feel like you see references of everywhere, but and that's, that yeah, the kind sort of, thing of forget that, the source material. Sure, sure. Yeah. It's a very funny book, though. Plunge into a fantasy world, unlike the one we live in now, where exactly. the future could have been cool and interesting and not so Katoa. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god speaking of sokotoa what's the word of the week is the word of the week sokotoa sure i i got the oh yeah sokotoa what do what you, do you don't say want to do this one we'll get to it's it on the t- when, when we don't have anything else we'll get to it but yeah sokotoa right. so what is sine cosine tangent yeah, yeah so it's it's sine opposite over hypotenuse hold that a little closer oh sorry so, ah. sine opposite over hypotenuse uh cosine um adjacent over hypotenuse mm-hmm. and then tangent opposite over adjacent I've already forgotten. Yeah, <laughs> I need I need a racist. Like that, I, 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 I watched that go through like one ear, not the other. I was like, and there it goes. Just glazing over. Speaking of glaze. Uh, <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> Before we get to our final segment, which is the voicemails, uh, Jonathan, uh, what, are, what are your plugs? What, what, where can we find you? Okay, so... Um, I, I have a, a Twitter account at John Shan Official. I, I, sh- I shut myself to John. I forgot about that. I am John on the internet, I guess. Yeah. And then um, I, I barely post on it, but you can you can watch me watch things, I guess, follow my likes. But um, I also... Hey, that's what we're all doing here. I have an Instagram at booty underscore litigious. Um, I, what made you not want to use your name for that one? Because I was like trying to tag you and I'm like, <laughs> so is John Shan Official on Twitter then booty litigious on instagram i i don't know why i just thought that was a very funny combination of words it is um 
I and am, it's a it's a great mnemonic device too. It, it is. Yeah. yeah, you can remember booty litigious. You better remember without having to be, fucking be problematic either. But um, the the next month I will be doing this thing called November, which is a uh, I do three D modeling as well. As oh, cool, cool. So November is de- designing models with uh, oh, basically math. I remember you doing that last year. Yeah, right? so yeah, it's, it's yeah. coming up again this year. So it's it's a very ridiculously in-depth process, but it's super fun and it's super neat to see what you can come up with using just math. That's interesting. I know we got some listeners out there who are big math heads. And a bunch of racist listeners, too. What the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) Man, we were so close to being done with the episode. What the fuck, man? Because of the dance. I well, just I can't stop thinking about now they are if they if they were watching the YouTube version then they are yes now they're racist they weren't before <laughs> yeah now they are we're sorry wouldn't that suck if that's how you became racist is you just watch someone else do a racist thing and you're like oh I'm ruined sort of a awoken something inside of me <laughs> speaking oh boy speaking of awakening uh our voicemail number is three one two seven eight eight seventy three sixty one or you can send us an audio file at thoughtcopspodcast at gmail.com. Was that it? Is Did I do the plug right? Yes, that was perfect. You could, you could have put a little more like uh, sauce on it, but... Whatever. You know. Here's the here's the voicemail. Okay, so like I haven't watched Squid Game yet. Okay. But I, just, I was thinking like, wow, this is really cool that like like a foreign show is like super popular like in like the mainstream. I was like, yeah, this is awesome. Then I find out that the reason why it's uh, mainstream is a lot of these people are watching the fucking dubbed. Like, okay, mm. maybe I'm like being like an elitist, but I yeah. think that 100%. you should watch stuff in the original language. As always, yeah. Like, you can, okay, fine. At least live action things need to be watched in the original language. Like, mm-hmm. learn to fucking read it. It isn't hard. Oh, yeah. well, um, fine, you want to watch your, your, your <laughs> anime cartoon dubbed. I, I I wouldn't, but that's fine, I guess. But like, like you can the mouth flaps don't match in like in live action. Like it's off putting. Why are people that averse to just reading the subtitles? I always have subtitles even if it's English. I don't understand. Yeah, some people are like that. They always have like subtitles on, even if it, and I, I hate to I hate to fucking do this, but. Have you noticed that it's like... Here we go. Uh, this is what's going to get us canceled. This is somehow racist, right? What? No, what no, no, no. <laughs> no don't worry. It's just sexist. Okay, no, cool. It's mostly women, I feel like. I've noticed, like, watch, like, everything with subtitles. It's just like, I, if you want to, like, I don't know. Is it like a female trait or something? I've noticed, like, a lot of women... Like, I am. I I watch subtitles all the time. I, okay. I was gonna I was gonna keep it in. I was like I shouldn't bring this up. But yeah, no, I, early, I'm one of those people. Know, I always like for, have like, subtitles. I, on. Again, like at the beginning of the episode, I go out of my way to fucking avoid it if I can. Like I fucking st- I was going on Reddit forum, like forums from like 2007, to find out just to avoid having to put you subtitles on, on <laughs> so I could just listen to the au- the audio at a normal level in my apartment. You were on, uh, you were scouring the web for r slash red pilled to see <laughs> what's the deal with these women and putting subtitles. Yeah. On yeah. Everything. It was a slippery slope, a deep rabbit hole, but yes, I am now every, going, you're now going your own way, going my own way. Um, but she brings up the squid game dub, which I watched all of squid game recently. Sub or dub. Subbed, of course, because sub is sub but is also I, the, it's the default option too. You have to like click right, over to the right. dub if you want to watch it. And she brings up a good point because like e, 
you know, for whatever shit you want to talk on English dubbed anime, whatever, but at least they can, like, it looks natural mm-hmm. for the most part. Like, they right, can match right. the mouth flaps pretty well. But, like, I, 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 I was talking to somebody who said they watched, like, the first episode of Squid Game in the English dub and had to switch over because they said it was, like, Kung Pao into the fist. <laughs> like, yeah, they Jesus. said it was, like, it was tremendously bad. I had heard, though, that there was some weird problem with the subtitles and the translation. I mean, I wouldn't know. I don't speak Korean. I think that that's what people were saying, though. And I don't know if that's the same for the sub as it is the dub, but I was reading something about it that I don't really care to have remembered, apparently. You're probably right, though, because Netflix has fucked up a lot of stuff with, like, subtitled programming. Like, when they brought over netflix has fucked up a lot of stuff yeah mm-hmm. they're uh, trying to cancel dave Chappelle. No. unbelievable <laughs> when they you know when they had uh evangelion uh exclusive to netflix platforms now like people were remember that up in arms they were over real mad about like it. they fucked up some like specific like uh subtitle translations like uh you know there's a well i'm not gonna go into it but anyway they were mad about it and it doesn't surprise me that they like what people like Netflix is one of the biggest media companies like in the world right now. How hard is it to get someone who speaks the fucking language properly to like translate it and subtitle it properly? Now I'm feeling like I got gypped. Like I watched all of Squid Game and I got some like inferior version, you know? They uh they don't even pay their like staff well. That's like a big thing. Well, like they can't yeah. even that's afford to do that. Co- that's global capitalism, and all we need to do is overthrow it. That's it's as simple as that. Yep. Speaking of overthrowing, let's overthrow to the next voicemail here. Wow! Incredible so, stuff. Once again, it is I, Leo the Incredible, gracing your voicemail. Hey. No thought crimes to report this week, gentlemen. Huh. No gripes to be Peace had. On the streets. No complaints to be made. So so weak. It's really unusual. So talk about his week. I'm not sure I like so so weeks. Maybe that's my gripe. I don't like so so weeks. Boring. They're boring. Right? So, so dreadfully boring. Well, let's not have this voicemail be that way, gentlemen. It's short. Otherwise, I hope you have a great night and a great weekend. Take it easy, guys. You know, for an Thank otherwise you, an otherwise banal voicemail actually brings up an interesting point. Because I do feel like we are bred to be addicted to drama and outrage and gossip now because of like the way that social media bread. works. Let's not get too into eugenics now. And I, it's that kind of episode. Yeah. Apparently. <laughs> no, but like the way he like he's like, oh, I don't like so-so. I don't like I'm bored. Yeah. You know, I want I want drama. Leo Leo's a drama loving gossip queen. No. It's I mean yeah, I mean that that I know he's like sort of being facetious or being completely facetious, but he's being a little glib. Yeah. But a lot of people are actually that way, you know? They want it. They seek it out. And if they don't have it, ooh, they're going to throw a fit and you better believe they'll make their own. It's the Bill Mars of the world. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, and he he does it on accident though. He just falls <laughs> right into it. He's like, "Oh, fuck." He's right. gotten so good at it. That is just his life. You know, you know, there's there's also part of that, too, though, where I feel it. And it's like sometimes I I do get the sense of like, man, if if I get too happy, things are things are fucked up. I'm not doing enough. I'm not being enough. Mm-hmm. Like I have to be torturing myself constantly, you know, probably not good. But I got to I got to I got to run a marathon that I'm not prepared for. I got to do something. I got to do something. I got to 
I don't I gotta read War and Peace or at the very <laughs> least watch the YouTube rip of it. You yeah. know, like like things like that. And I do I do think that there is a certain aspect of like, well, at least if things are bad, it sort of gives you like uh like a like a purpose, like a meaning. It gives you like a way forward. And I f- I feel like that with this show a lot too, where it's just like, yeah, we're talking about these inherently negative bullshit dram- dramatic drama things that happen on the internet but it's like it's something i need something you got to have some negatives otherwise the positives are just sort of boring a, po- a good positive is you know in spite of all the bad you grant you know? there's probably a healthier way to deal with that uh, i'm not talking about dealing i'm no, just speak- saying and speaking of leo here in the chat says uh i'm so drugged up this week i think i missed all the drama there you go that's a healthy way to deal do drugs everyone i'm assuming he means painkillers i know he's talking about i think he hurt his his back or something like that just so, do any drug get it well doesn't, a drug is a drug get well you know? soon leo we're rooting for you uh take as many painkillers as you can while you don't can. get addicted yeah to drown out all of the filth in this world uh but yeah don't get addicted um whatever you do don't get addicted but everything's a drug we're touching you know? on a lot of crazy topics this episode <laughs> sexism <laughs> racism addiction Hey, this is all um, this is all part of the product. You yeah, know? we didn't do gambling. We could do that. I sure hope the cat doesn't knock over the camera. Well, before she does, uh, Jonathan, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank Appreciate you so much you for coming on. Me. Meaning to ask you for a long, long time, and it's one of those things where I'm like, I just got to DM John. Hell yeah, fuck Jonathan, <laughs> and ask him and get his name right on the show. Spell it right when you say it. Yeah, that's that's the only thing I really ask. Yeah, J-O-N. He made it so easy for us, folks. He got rid of the H. And if you want easy, you can give us a call of your own. Leave a voicemail, because that's free. 312-788-7361. Or you can send an audio file to thoughtcopspodcast at gmail.com. If you want to support the show, we would really appreciate it. So head on over to patreon.com slash thoughtcops, because it makes the show feel a lot more like a legitimate alternative to the shitty reality we have now not that it's i don't know not that shitty i guess uh probably could have just wrapped the episode up but i didn't have to make it weird um thank you for listening uh we'll see you next time see you space cop bye